NBA playoffs update. Magic in the house. Most triple doubles ever in the playoffs, despite playing less than half the games to the guy who's second to him. Everybody thinks is the GOAT, but he isn't. Magic's the man. Made everybody better without thinking of himself. A lot to talk about today. Now we're down to the final four of the NBA. Dave Shaw telling like it is. Having fun on this Sunday night, 9-16. Here on the East Coast, as you see the uh, playoff matchup board before us. Um, let's go through uh, series by series here. Suns Nuggets, 4-2. Uh, Obviously, uh, KD getting another coach fired. So we got uh, Kenny Atkinson. We got Steve Nash. Uh, we got Monty Williams. I mean, I'm not saying it's him directly, but I know he was involved with Nash and Kenny Atkinson specifically. But, um, you know, that performance the other night is why I always say to people, compare him to Larry Bird. I just, I'm just going to vomit on you and, and laugh my face off at you and tell you that, A, you never even saw Bird, or B, you just don't know anything about basketball. Um, you know, he does a good job on defense, KD, uh, off the ball, as a shot blocker. But as far as an on-ball defender and just doing other things, and uh, just not the same player Larry Bird was. So I love KD, best pull-up jump shot of all time, in my opinion. Great getting to the free throw line. I still say he's best when he's not the top dog, and that's why I thought it might work with Booker because Booker, I think, is a little better than him right now. But he and Book both came up small in game five. Uh, you look at the numbers from the series. Um, Joker, uh, just incredible. 34.5, 13 rebounds, 10 assists for the series. Just ridiculous. 59.4% free throw shooting. Just really, really impressive. Uh, 44.44% from three. 85% from the free throw line. Just ridiculous. My man, Jamal Murray, who if he wasn't hurt a couple last years, he'd be talked about as one of the best guards in the league as he was on time. If you remember his bubble performance and getting hurt in the next year's playoffs, Jamal 20, uh, <clears throat> averaging 24.8, uh, 6.5 assists, 4.8 rebounds. Like that shooting percentage, go up a little bit, 45% for the series, 36 from three. Just does a great job though. And, uh, Aaron Gordon played great, and it's going to be a big factor in this series because he's probably going to be covering LeBron. Bruce Brown had a huge 25-point uh, game and broke out. we got to get more out of Michael Porter. Uh, both Brown and Porter at 12.8%. Uh, Brown, 52.8%, though. Uh, Caldwell Pope, KCP, I love. 107 I think the Lakers never should let him go. 52.4% uh, from the floor. And, you know, averaging 33 minutes a night, they have a really solid six-man thing there. Jeff Green did some nice job, and Christian Braun has been good. That's the uh, the eight-man rotation for the Suns in that series. You know, books numbers, 30.8, great series. I uh, had a streak there where he's 34 for 42 from the floor. But just, again, now, you know, Monty's fired, so now it's the it's the the last uh, four years the team's the best record. Every coach has been fired. So, uh, and, you know, Doc Rivers is going to be next. We'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, book 56.7, 56.9% from the field is just ridiculous for a perimeter play. KD, 45%. Uh, both, you know, teaming up for 60 points a game. Great job. 
uh, DeAndre Eaton getting hurt in game, you know, you know, didn't play in game six. That's just uh, that's a bad look for me. Cameron Payne played great. They played better without Chris Paul. I don't want to hear about Chris Paul. They got their ass. They went down 0-2 with Chris Paul. Landry Shamit played pretty well. Uh, I tell you, Landale did a good job for them. Terrence Ross had some good moments in TJ Warren. What that team does need, though, is a point guard, and it's time to move on. Uh, it's time to get somebody else in there to play the point. Maybe you could get more out of Cameron Payne. Maybe he could play the point for you. But they need a point guard. Um, you know, I know they never take Westbrook or anything, but they need a guy who's just going to distribute. Westbrook's not that guy. But if they could have a guy like get a guy like Tyus Jones, that team would be unstoppable. This guy's run your team for you. It's, uh, those, there's enough depth there. There's a good depth there. Uh, but just a horrendous series for them. Um, like I said, you know, for the series, uh, never 117 points. Out, out did them on the board. We knew that was coming by seven. Uh, more assists a game. Three more steals a game. Uh Phoenix had a lot more blocks. Both average about 11, 12 turnovers a game. Field goal percentage about the same. Field goal percentage the same. Three-pointers uh, a lot higher for Denver. And Denver shot about 5% higher from the line. But just a series where you look at it and you say to yourself, you know, typical typical KD there. Uh, you know, he did some great things with the, with the Warriors, and I respect that. But I tell you what, man. I was just disappointing that they come out and lay that bagel down at two years in a row. So that's a little bit of Booker too now, two years in a row in the deciding game. You're down 30 and 25, respectively, in your building. I love Booker's game. He's not he's not attached to the three-point shot. I love his game. But to me, when you're going through a run, that game is 19 to 18. You turn around a second later, and you're down 25. And I, this is where, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to get on Monty. Uh, Monty did a good job in New Orleans. He did a good job here, but I just think that, he didn't stop the he didn't stop the flow enough. You got you got to use every timeout you can to stop the flow there, because by the time it gets to thirty at the half, that that damn game's over. I mean that's a bad job. Uh, and like I said, I'm a coach, so I try to support him, but at the same time, yeah, you only stop the flow, you know, one one time with a you know, in that run with a timeout there, trying to stop the bleeding. You got to get a play there. You got to get a set there for KD or Booker. And I know you say, well, gee, they're gonna double him. You have to anticipate that. You got to get a backdoor cut. You got to get something out of that because that's just the tragedy that. You got to stop the bleeding with a bucket in that situation. And they didn't. I know they can't guard anybody and they got no one for Joker down there. And that's true. Landale did a good job. But you got to be able to stop the bleeding there as a coach. That's your job. That's what you get paid for. Uh, Lakers Warriors, which was so much uh, so much fun as a series. I'm sure the media just loved that series. Uh, not shocked. You know, the thing that pisses me off, and I'm a person who likes the Warriors, and I'm a person who likes Steph Curry, and I'm a person who doesn't like LeBron, I know. LeBron's a pain in the ass, and he's he's always talking about himself. I never seen a guy talk about himself more than he does. But can we put down again? Steph Curry is not as good a player as LeBron James. I said this last week. I'll say it again. The one guy beats you one way, the other guy can beat you a couple of different ways. One guy's a complete basketball player, although LeBron can't guard the ball to save his life these days. He's not he's not bad off the ball, on the ball. He's not been a good defender for years. Doesn't always run back. Cherry picked a ton in this series. We know he flops a ton. But Steph, I mean, uh, he saw he didn't shoot well in the series. We'll get to that in a minute. Just, um, you know, he did a great job with the assist because they took it out of his hands. But the Lakers game plan was good. And I'm happy for Darvin Ham. I like Darvin Ham as a player. I think he's done a fine job as a coach. I, I think, you know, uh, it's good to see a guy like Darvin get a chance. It, seem, it seems like he has LeBron's respect. And I, I think the thing that's helping LeBron, too, is he's deferring a little bit. And Davis is going to have to carry him home. But this series here, uh, Steph's not as good as LeBron. Uh, like I said, LeBron, it's sometimes in a series, you know, he was the man the other night. 
but most nights it was in, you know, Anthony Davis and uh, four to two. And the other thing that pissed me off about this series, the Warrior fans complaining about taking the series was rigged. Guys, you let up the most free throws all year long. The Lakers let up the least free throws all year long. The Lakers took the most free throws all year long. And the Warriors shoot the most threes all year long. You put those four things together and you're going to lose the free throw battle. So stop your whining, suck it up, learn a little bit about basketball. And I can't stand it. We, we can't even argue today without being biased. Just because you're a Chris Paul fan or something, that doesn't mean he's better than, you know, Magic Johnson. If he's not, if you're a Chris Paul, Chris Paul fan, doesn't mean he's better than somebody else. You have to be honest when you're when you're a fan. Like the, the word fanatic is, is in the root of the word fan is from fanatic, but just unbelievable some of these, some of these theories. And so you're a Warrior fan, and because you lost, now the series is rigged. Well, geez, the Warriors haven't really had to play a healthy team ever on their way to the championship, so they've always gotten benefit of the doubt, and I'm happy for that. So I like the Warriors, but at the same time, like I don't think it's rigged. I mean, good Lord. I mean, yeah, go watch the special on Netflix about the refs. Yeah, some of the games I think back in those days might have had a call or two here or there, but if we look at the stats of the series, yeah, I can't say it's rigged. You shot threes, and you analytics people will sit there and talk about how great analytics is. Well, you're, you're wrong. Um, you know, great. It's all scoring's up. Scoring's up for the amount of possessions you get a game. They've sped up the game from the 14-second shot clock on a rebound, on an offensive rebound, to just the play, pace of pay, uh, pace of play has gone up. So that's why the scoring is up. The shooting percentages are up in some ways, down some other ways. Steph Curry, uh, 26.7. Uh, like I said, the numbers are going to look good on the paper here. 7.5 assists, 5.5 rebounds. So that's, that's solid. No, nobody's saying it isn't. But here's a big one, 44%. Um, also 34% from three, which is excellent, but 44% field goal percentage. That's a little bit too volume X for me. Clay was awful. Clay, the last three games was really bad. Uh, although he averaged 16.2. Uh, the thing you notice about Clay though, is he had a great year offensively, but he's not the same defender on the ball as he used to be. Uh, they shot well from the free throw line, but they don't get there enough. So Clay, 34% field goal percentage, 38% from three. He missed a ton of, uh, transition wide open threes. Wig, I don't think gets the ball enough. He's only getting 12 shots a game, uh, 45%. He shot better than those guys by a mile and never touches the ball. 15 points per game. I know he's not aggressive sometimes, getting to the rack. Five rebounds, 2.7 assists. I thought Wig was pretty good. Doesn't get the ball enough. Draymond had the monster game in game five, but then in game six, came back down to earth. Constantly getting technicals. Obviously, what happened between him and Poole has affected that team tremendously. So Draymond averages 9.3 uh, points a game, 7.7 rebounds, 5.7 assists. But he did shoot 48.9%, which for Draymond is pretty good. Probably less, maybe, maybe tells us he should have taken a couple more shots. Obviously, his three-point stroke is brutal. 22.2% per game. Pool's the guy. You overpaid him. I believe you paid him somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 million for four years or somewhere along there, even more than that, I think. Uh, but Jordan Poole, I mean, I, I said it right when didn't they paid him. Shouldn't have paid him that much. He can't guard me. Uh, I can't guard a fire hydrant. Um, he's a streak shooter and he played in an environment last year with the Celtics, had to concentrate so much on Steph and Clay that he was wide open all the time. Uh, I just don't see it. I don't see why they did that. Uh, I average 8.3 a game, only 20 minutes a game. There's a lot of rumblings right now about how Steve Kerr doesn't develop young players. Well, you can't say that totally because Poole, you know, played too much and he had a great, got, got a great big contract out and had some success during the year. But so I obviously did enough to develop him and Gary Payton, the second has done a solid job. I thought he should have played more. Pool shooting 34%, by the way, back to him. Peyton shooting 70%. 
I know he's not the same threat from three, but he just does all kinds of good things on the floor. Dante played all right the other night, but people are going crazy about Dante. He shot 40% for the series. People calm down. He didn't do crap the first five games. You almost wonder if he had like naked pictures of someone to have him out there. Uh, Looney was hurt. I think that's the thing that no one's really talking about. Looney was ill during the series. He only played 19 minutes per game. He definitely could have helped guard Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony's a beast, but Kevin Looney's one of the tougher guys in the NBA. Still averaged 10.7 rebounds a game and only 19.1 minutes, which is an incredible amount. That's like Rory Tarpley numbers back in the day. Those of you who have been around long enough. I don't think Moses Moody played enough. People are calling for Kaminga to play more. I, I don't know the reason for Kaminga. I'm not in their practices every day. Who knows? I thought Moody could have helped. Michael Green did some good things. But overall, you rely on the three too much. That's what happens. LeBron James, 24.7 for the series. Shot 49%, which is the best part. He did a good job with the shooting the series. Even shot decent from three for him. Um, but again, the free throw line wins in these games. 21.5 and 15 boards a game for Anthony Davis. Those are Moses Malone numbers. Those are uh, special numbers right there. D'Angelo Russell really came up big too, 45.6%. Didn't shoot well from three, believe it or not, but averaged 14 a game. Uh, Austin Reeves played solid in the last game. He still looks like he's feeling it out too much. Shot only 41%, though he's volume shooting right now. Lonnie Walker uh, won him game four, basically. Uh, shot 54% from the series. That's the that's the elephant in the room right there. If he continues to do that, they're going to be very tough to beat. Dennis Schroeder played well. Rudy Hachimura played well in the first series versus Memphis, but this series uh, wasn't obviously as much of a factor, but still a solid player. Vanderbilt hasn't done anything, obviously. That's uh, a little bit worn off there. Tristan not playing much. Shaquille Harrison and so on. But there's some definitely there's some there's some good some good numbers there. Reeves is going to have to watch those. He's got some good assist numbers. See if he can get it going. And right now the Lakers are a tough matchup, and you have to see what goes on in this next series. But Warriors are gone. Uh, people are still making up excuses and you know, excuses like assholes. Everyone's got one. They all stink. But uh, you lost, and so you move on. You can't win every year. It's impossible in this league. It takes a toll. Knicks Heat here in New York. The Knicks fans are out of their freaking mind. Here's this team here. Fought their ass off in game six on the road. Well, with a Jalen Brunson turnover of, of chance to tie it, coming back, showing a lot of toughness. And the fans are still complaining here about they want Julius Randle gone. Well, let's look at Julius's numbers because you know what? A number is a number. And yeah, numbers can be overrated and things of that nature, but let's take a look. So Brunson played great for the series, 31%, 31 points a game, 50% for the field. That's incredible. Only 34.7 from the uh, three-point line for him, which is a low for him. Six assists, five rebounds. Good job. RJ Barrett killed him in game six. Just soft turnovers, getting the ball ripped out of his hand by, by post players when you're a perimeter guy. Average 20 a game, but shot 42.7%. That's volume shooting at its finest. 38% from three, which for him is very good. His Julius numbers, uh, 14, uh, 41%. Again, volume shooting, 18.8, 10.2 rebounds. We can't totally complain. Four assists. The problem with him is, is the, the four turnovers and Barrett with three turnovers a game. So between the two of them, that's seven turnovers the game. That's really killing you. Josh Hart, who was open on that final play before, oh, before the final key play, before Brunson tried to force that pass to a cutting Randall. Josh Hart was open at the top of the key, but Josh did not play well the last couple of games. I love him to death. I'm hoping he stays in New York. Congratulations on the birth of his child there, or children. Um, good for him. But uh, I was hoping he would throw that out to Hart because I trust Hart in big spots to perform even better than he is. Uh, again, they didn't shoot well. 41% for Josh. Uh, you know, 9.3 points a game, seven rebounds a game was excellent for Hart. I got to give him credit for that. Uh, but again, 
they really miss quickly in a series who does a lot of good things, gives them about 20 minutes a night. That hurt them. Obi Toppin does some good things, but still not consistent enough. For some reason, they fell in love with Grimes and started playing him inadequate a number of minutes when he's shooting 34%. I know this sounds crazy. I liked Hartenstein. I liked Robinson. I felt like Robinson's a tough series him based on matchups. And the fans always go out and overreact and want to talk about, well, what are we going to do with Robinson? Well, just because he doesn't match up with the Heat well doesn't mean he doesn't match up with the other 30 teams in the NBA besides the Heat. All right, so let's understand that. Let's uh, make some adjustments on so the other 29 teams or whatever it is. But let's not understand that. Let's not forget that he matches up most nights with other teams' center. Bam's a very mobile center. Can't really call him a center. He's probably more of a power forward. He plays center for the Heat, though. Hardenstein was good, but you got to remember that. That's a tough matchup for them. I really thought they should have taken advantage of when Bam covered Randall, which was a lot. I thought they should have taken advantage of Mitchell with lobs around the block area. He would have had a guard on him or maybe even a, a simple post move or a dump down. I know that's not what really Mitchell's role is. I also think if Randall would have played on the block a little bit and could have got Bam and maybe some foul trouble, if Bam, you know, because Randall is very strong, but he's not very quick. So Randall could definitely create some physical play on the block. Maybe get Bam in some foul trouble. If they come over to double, that's where you got the lobs. I know Randall sometimes with the pass, sometimes it looks like he's predetermining shot on a possession, but what can you say? I mean, uh, Quentin Grimes hurt him. I, I know everybody fell in love with his, you know, 48-minute performance, which is great. Shot 34% from the series. I mean, uh, you know, Nick fans have oh, harken back to these great 90s teams. Those 90s Nick teams are impossible to watch from a basketball coach's standpoint. That's the worst offensive basketball in the history of the NBA, watching those Nick Heat games, first team to 80 wins. It was disgusting basketball. And everybody, you know, harkens back to this great day. The Knicks made it to the finals twice during those runs. Let's not talk like they were there every year. Uh, one of them is a strike short in season. So, I mean, let's, let's not wax poetic. I mean, we're in the second round. A lot of times the Knicks got to the second round back then. Let's, let's be happy with the season. Let's not blow this thing up. Let's add some pieces. Let's see who's available in free agency and talk about that. They need another pure scorer and they need a pure scorer at that too. Got to do it for the heat. Jimmy 24.6. He didn't even play well the other night and the Knicks could have won that game and they didn't 7.2 rebounds, six assists. Only 43% for the series from Jimmy, but just tough as enough as nails. Bam played well, 18.7, 53%, 9.7 rebounds. Struce really hurt him, uh, 47.8. He shot really well. Made some big buckets. Uh, Kyle Lowry only plays uh, sparing minutes in his backup role. And this is what me and my son would talk about today, how Carmelo Anthony's out of the league. And if he would ever take a role on some team, like even the Knicks, he could have come in off the bench and given you an offensive lift. He's still good enough to do that. Carmelo will be able to score in his deathbed. But he probably isn't on the team because he's not willing to take that role. And so Kyle Lowry has obviously taken a much lesser role. Plays at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half. That's where he's basically playing. He shot 43%. He's never been a great shooter. 5.7 assists in his 29 minutes. Did a good job. 12 points a game. Caleb Martin does some good things. Wonder where his brother is. They're both good players. Gabe Vincent did some good things. But again, Gabe shot 32% and hurt him. Uh, Duncan didn't shoot well either. 27.1%. Kevin Love. Only 31%, but still giving you 5.5 rebounds a game and a couple of assists off the bench. I think they're going to be all right. I think that's going to be a fun series. Love does provide you some good minutes off the bench. And I think Spolstra is one of the finest coaches because he's allowed to coach. It's a place where Riley has his coaches back. He's not going to listen to the player first. Spolstra's been there forever. It's Riley's guy, and I think that's one of the reasons he's allowed to grow as a coach. There's very few coaches in this league who are allowed to coach. I feel like Brad Stevens also has. Missoula's back, and he had Missoula's predecessors back, and I feel like 
Brad Stevens, Pat Riley guys that are going to back up their coaches. Okay. And I'm not saying that, you know, if Tatum gave an ultimatum, it wouldn't work. But I tell you, down in Miami right now, they don't have that superstar. I know Butler's as good as many superstars, but he's allowed to coach and he's allowed to be himself as a coach. Uh, last series, we just ended today. We got Boston and Philly and Chiefs James Harden just laid one of those James Harden eggs again. We've seen it before. Um, you know, Boston just blows them out. It's a this game is 55 all. And then they go on a 30 to three run, I believe it was. All of a sudden, it is 85 to 58 at one point, I believe it was. Uh, 30 to three run in, in right about the third quarter from about the 11 minute mark. I mean, holy crap, it just exploded in a hurry. Just a wild, wild scene. I mean, I never saw it, you know, and, and Doc again. You know, I, I, we've all been there, uh, but at the same time, we've all been there without the MVP of the league. So don't tell me you can't stop the bleeding when you got Embiid. I know they're doubling him, but Embiid's catching the ball at the elbows, and uh, you're, you're doubling him. I'll put him on the block and see if they can get get a, get a different look at that double when he's handling the ball at the left elbow, which is where he loves it. The Celtics are all pinching in the middle and sending a guy on the second dribble. It looked like most nights, uh, most plays today, send the guy in that second dribble, but. Put him on the block and post him up. Let's see what happens then. Let's see if we can catch him in a different kind of rotation. But as you'll see from these numbers, uh, nobody really played well today for them. I mean, uh, Maxi didn't play well. Harden did one of his usual uh, disappearing acts, uh, you know, Harden style. But if we look at the box score from today, let's see. Let's see, series. Let's try to see if we can find that box from today. Since this game was played today, let's take a look at that. Let's see. And one twelve to one twelve to eighty eight today. Just awful. Um, nothing. Nothing good about that. If you're the Sixers, I mean, good lord. Let's see, check out the box score from today. This series is over the other night, though. When Tatum gets hot, he's one for one for thirteen. And he starts hitting threes today from the game. Tobias played great for the Sixers today. Seven for thirteen, five rebounds, nineteen points. P.J. Tucker gave you what he had. He gets out of the box, gets like 11 points in the first quarter. Joel, 5 for 18. I'm sorry, Joke is not doing that. Tyrese Maxey, 5 for 12. I think Tyrese is one of the most intriguing players in the league. I think he is the quickest player in the league, him or Fox. And yet, if he ever gets a consistent jump shot, I don't think there'll be any way to guard him. I think it'll be impossible. James Harden, 3 for 11. Did get 7 assists and 6 rebounds, so he can't kill him too much. But again, 5 turnovers, 4 for Joel. So between the two of them, it's, you know... It's not a good night. It's eight for 29 with nine turnovers between the two of them. Paul Reed, Niang gets that little cheap penalty for holding. People think that that changed the total of the game. Obviously, it did not because it was 55 all in the third quarter after Tobias Harris hits a three. This game just got away. Um, they just, the Celtics just torched them. If you look at the box score for the Celtics, the Celtics shot 47%, but 15 for 33 from three. That's the game right there. It's seven more threes. That's pretty much the game. Celtics uh, just blew him out. 15 for 33. Tatum goes off 51. Good to see a Dukey doing that. 13 boards, five assists. Have to be a one for 13 the other night and then banging four threes. It was funny because during one of the timeouts when he was one for 13 in game six, you could see he was like a blank stare on his face. He was standing behind someone on the foul line. I think it was Maxi, and you could just see his face. He had like a blank stare. You wonder what was going through his mind, and all of a sudden he exploded today. Al Horford, solid job today. Rob Williams, solid job. Jalen Brown, 9 for 19, calling out the fans. I loved it because I thought the Boston crowd did suck in game five. Marcus Smart can play for me any day. I know he's not a great player, but he does all the little things. 
four rebounds, four assists, gets a couple of buckets. You know, he's going to do his best for you. So the Sixers had, it's a big stat today, Sixers had 12 turnovers, nine of which were their best two players. That's a problem. Uh, Grant Williams and <clears throat> Luke Kinnett didn't really play much. Brogdon did a good job in the series. Didn't play great today, but did a great job in the series. If you go back and look, uh, just really, really good stuff um, You know, for the series for Brogdon. I think he was a big difference in, in game six, too. I mean, I know that Tatum got hot late, but Brogdon carried them early and kept them going. So if you look at the statistics for the series, it should be interesting to uh, look at these series going forward here. But if you go down here, we try to scroll here in these stats. They have it given to us. Just incredible basketball stuff right now. Uh, 110 to 101 in points per game, four more rebounds a game, six more assists a game. Sixers, that's surprising. Uh, better field goal percentage, a lot better three-point percentage. The Sixers shot better from the line. But for the series, Tatum, 29.8. Again, only 45%. Brown shooting 54% for the series. That's just absolutely outrageous. And uh, Brown shoots 43% from three for the series. Just such a great underrated player. Uh, Brogdon averaged 16 for the series. That's wonderful job by him. 44%, 52% from three. You, you got to ask yourself, we got to get him some more shots in this range. Marcus Smart, 15.1. So you got four guys there in double figures. Derek White now, Horford chipping in. White did a solid job, although it wasn't really a big factor in the series. Horford only 27% from three in this series. Usually he's better than that. But again, they're playing a solid six-man rotation. Now, Rob Williams, seven, I guess you could say, because Rob Williams did a solid job, too. Only gets you five points, but he's getting you 5.3 boards. Again, catching his lobs, doing his thing, 68%, playing 21 minutes. Solid job. But going forward, when you look at this series here, should be a lot of fun. And I want to throw out this myth that game one is always just a throwaway game. To me, it's not a throwaway game. I think that getting game one is so important in these series. I feel like... The team that gets game one, when it is a throwaway situation where you're feeling each other out, is such an advantage. You put the other team behind the eight ball and show the momentum switches in the second the second game, the team that's lost is more hungry. But I tell you, you don't want to hear this feel-out process. These game ones are so important, especially if you're the home team. You need to hold serve and put a little pressure on these guys. So, like, when we get Lakers, Nuggets, I mean, if you look at the matchups, it should be just a ton of fun if you look at this matchup. Um, you know, it should be a blast. Uh, obviously, Nugs are the home home team. They have Nugs, you know, in the season series averages. You know, the Nugs, eh, it should be interesting. Three bounds. Lakers have more rebounds. Nugs have more assists. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Joker, 30 points per game, 12.8 rebounds per game, season averages, series averages, I should say. But if you look, this is going to be exciting, 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 exciting basketball. If you view that bracket there. So what are you going to do with Joker? Who's covering Murray? Is Schroeder going to still start? Is he going to cover Murray? D'Angelo Russell, who can't go at me, going to try to cover Murray? I think the Lakers, that's the big problem. Can Reeves cover Murray? I think you have to use Schroeder here to cover Murray. I don't think the Lakers in the starting spot, unless Vanderbilt can play a good role, are going to have trouble covering Murray. Murray is a different, a real difference maker. KCP off the bench is going to be tough. Problem is... Can Anthony Davis hold his own with Joker, or can Joker get Anthony Davis in foul trouble? And we know Joker doesn't play great defense on the other end, but is he going to back off of Davis at the foul line and let Davis shoot that jump shot? Now, if you let him do that, you got to hope he has nights where he's off. But you can usually rely on Davis one to two games in these seven-game series that does not show up. Who's covering LeBron? What kind of whistle are we going to get? Because the Nugs like to get to the free throw line, too. This should be a very interesting series. Uh, you know, what's going to happen? D'Angelo Russell's a firecracker. 
Uh, Reeves is a very good player. It's just going to be a really fun series to watch. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has got to step up. This kid's got so much talent. You watch him, you just think the talent just jumps off the mat at you. Brown had some big games this past series, as we mentioned. You got to see what Lonnie Walker does. It's going to be a fascinating series. Uh, this series uh, starts 5-16, which is Tuesday night at 8-30. Uh, thank God it's at 8-30, so I don't have to stay up till midnight to watch a freaking game. That is going to be a fascinating series. I'm picking the Nugs in 5 or 6. And the other series, of course, is the Heat and the Celtics. I think, again, since the Celtics do not have a pure center, I mean, Rob Williams could definitely make a difference. But if you put Rob Williams on BAM, that's going to be tough. Uh, and I don't think that's going to work out too well uh, because Bam's so damn mobile. I think uh, Horford does a nice job. But again, Horford, you have to move his feet side to side. You laugh, but Blake Griffin's got six fouls to use this series. And I, I think you got to use that. And so does Williams. I think you got to see four different Celtics try to cover Bam in this series. The problem is, is the Celtics are going to be at the mercy of shooting threes. And can Tatum or Brown match up on Jimmy and not force those double teams? Because if Jimmy forces that double team, that ball gets swinging. That's heat basketball. You don't want that to happen. Because Jimmy could force a double team, but the Celtics got two guys that can force a double team. And you got Tatum and Brown that can force that double team to get that ball swinging. I think, you know. I think the Celtics are a little deeper, although Williams didn't play a lot this series. Every series is different. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised to see Williams or even Blake Griffin play a little bit this series and cover just to get some fouls. Blake Griffin's still a good athlete. He's not that old. Um, I know he's been, you know, it's not the same player he used to be, but still a couple of guys to give you fouls because Bam's a different matchup. And, you know, what happens if Bam gets in foul trouble? Uh, you know, what does the Heat do when they go to their bench? So this is going to be really important to watch. Um Butler, like I said, uh, in the series, you know, series was series averages were easy. Uh, 115 to 113. The Celtics had a little more, a little more assists, a little bit more rebounds. It should be fun. Uh, again, Celtics sometimes show you that home court doesn't matter to them sometimes. It just seems like they don't really gel for the home court, which is a real problem. Uh, they need to step up, <laughs> you know, uh, there's those season averages. Like I said, you know, Celtics and the team comparison and regular season average 10 points, eight points more per game. Uh, the Heat were one of the worst three-point shooting teams as far as, you know, during the season. But here we are in the playoffs. They're stroking the ball, though. They didn't stroke it well the other night. Duncan Robinson has not been hot with that. But Vincent shot a cool number. But, you know, it's those tertiary guys that are going to have to step up. And you got Jimmy and you got Bam. You got Tatum and you got Brown. And so it's third and fourth guys. You got Brogdon and Smart, I think, are better than the other options, which is Martin and, you know, our man from Villanova there. So uh, I just don't think that uh, – I think the Celtics have a little bit of advantage. I would say home court matters, but I don't know. Celtics have been very careless at home court in these last couple of years in the playoffs. Those are home games all the time. I believe they start their series on Wednesday night, I want to say. Yes, Wednesday night at 8.30. That should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. Uh, should be a blast. Uh, we'll hopefully get some good basketball. I'm calling the Celtics in six. Uh, but again, I would not be surprised if the Lakers or the Heat won. Um, I'm rooting for the Nugs. They haven't been there in a long time. I'm also rooting for the Celtics uh, because I thought like they showed a lot of guts coming back this year and they could have lost in game five there. And they got it done, but the Celtics have been known to be a little careless. And uh, Marcus has got to know what to do with the ball at the end of the game here. So uh, we'll go from there. Uh, at the same time, I'm just really looking forward to great basketball. 
It's going to be so much fun. Here it is on sound like it is. Oh, Magic Johnson going to the net. Those coaches are leaking. The basketball is meant to be. The NBA ring would love to have that. Well, thanks for coming in. Give us an iHeartRadio. Spotify, iTunes. You know, we got it all. Take a look at the big baby Larry Bird as he goes past the play.